Welcome to Bread Alive. We are called to be priests, prophets, and kings in our own homes and workplaces, offering the wheat of our daily lives and becoming bread for others through lives of grace. My name is Michael Halbrook, and this podcast explores our journeys together as we seek to understand and live the gospel in our lives. Hey, everybody, we're back. It's the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And what is this week's gospel, Joseph? It's the five loaves of bread and the two fish. And it talks about how Jesus is, there's a crowd and Jesus feeds them with the five loaves of bread and two fish. And in the gospel, it says almost how many men? About 5,000 men. Not including the the woman and children. Exactly. So if it's families and there's 5,000 men, about how many people do you think got fed that day? I'm going to say at least one child from fam- from a family. So 10,000, so, 15,000, maybe even more people. That's like a yeah. that's a stadium, right? Yeah. That's amazing. So tell me more about this gospel. Do you like it? Yes, it's one of my favorite gospels. Why? Tell me more. Because Jesus is showing that he can feed almost a million people just with five loaves of bread and two fish and then have 12 wicker baskets left full. And it reminds me of there are many people on this earth and when God gives us the body of Christ... When he gives us himself, he's showing us that he he's willing to give us our bread, our food each day. And he's also showing that he loves all of us by giving us this food. The disciples say, let's send them back to town to buy for, to pay for their food and eat. And Jesus says... That happens in the gospel. Yeah. So it starts with... Like Jesus is resting, and then the the people are all there, and it's starting to get close to night. And the disciples say, "Let's send them back to buy their own food." And Jesus reacts to that, doesn't he? He does. He's like, "We're in this deserted place. Where are they going to go to buy food?" It's like if we're at camp, and then all of a sudden we're all hungry, and somebody's like, "I'll oh, just go buy some food," and you're like, "Well, where are we going to buy food? We're in the middle of nowhere, right?" Right. So Jesus cares and wants to take care of them, doesn't he? Yes. You mentioned that you like this, right? You like this story. This story appears two times in the Gospel of Matthew. It appears in every single Gospel. There actually, surprisingly, aren't a lot of stories that appear almost exactly the same in all four of the Gospels. What do you think that means this story meant to the early Christians if it appeared in all four of the Gospels? It must have meant a lot to them, especially that Jesus gave them the food. Exactly. Exactly. Because of the fact that every single gospel writer, every single part of the Christian world and every tradition in their unique gospel told this story, sometimes more than once. It was definitely really important to them just to realize how Christ in in the Old Testament when there were those old traditions, like when the manna came to Israel in the wilderness in Exodus and the prophet Elisha's feeding of a hundred people in the second letter, book of Kings. Um, and then what is this feeding 
of the multitude of the world look forward to? What is Jesus kind of giving us a hint to that's in the future? Has he given the disciples the Eucharist yet? Yeah. Not, well, well, not yet in the gospel, but... But he's going to. So he's yeah. kind of like foreshadowing it, right? He's kind of giving them a hint of what's to come. What's the Eucharist a foreshadowing of for us in the future? The heavenly banquet. That's right. Yep. And and it means, you know, God wants to not just provide for us, but it says in the gospel, they ate until they were filled. God wants us to be filled. God wants us to be full. Of his love. Of his love. Of grace. Of happiness. And ultimately in the heavenly banquet to be filled in his presence for eternity, right? There's so many things in this gospel that like really, 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 really kind of point us to the Eucharist. Um, Jesus, like so many things, like when he takes the loaves, when he blesses them, when he breaks, when he gives, all of those things show up in this gospel. So it's so special. In in the gospel, it says that he gives thanks to his father and then breaks the bread and gives it to his disciples to hand out to the people. Mm-hmm. And that's almost what he does in the Last Supper. He gives thanks to God and then breaks the bread and gives it to his disciples and then tells them he will be leaving and that they each need to go out and teach what he has taught. That's right. And if the gospel is talking to us today as disciples of Jesus Christ in the year 2020, what do you think the gospel is trying to tell us today? It's probably trying to tell us that we need to give our we need to give our knowledge about God to everyone in the world that wants to know who is Jesus and what has he done for us? Yeah, He's share the gospel. So much. Share the gospel, proclaim the gospel. What about that's people's spiritual hunger? What about their physical hunger? Are there still people that are hungry in the world today? Yeah. What should we do about that? We should give to our food pantries at least it doesn't have to be every day. It can be every week or twice a month. Like whatever you can, right? Yes. Yeah. Helping to feed the hungry, one of the works of mercy. So Christ is reminding us of all kinds of things. Jesus is reminding us of all kinds of things on all different levels in the gospel this week. Any final thoughts? No, not really. I think this has been a really, really good podcast this week. (laughs) You think so? We'll have to see if other people agree. Hope you subscribe. Hope you like it. Hope you give a rating or a review so that more people will find and listen to us, right? And follow us. Yep. And have a wonderful week.